0: SLAS Technology Podcast. I'm David Pechter. Today, we're going to meet with one of the authors of a very interesting journal article, Heart on a Chip, an Investigation of the Influence of Static and Perfusion Conditions on Cardiac H9C2, Cell Proliferation, Morphology, and Alignment. With us, we have Elzbieta Chastreska, I'm struggling a little bit with pronouncing her name, but she's with the Institute of Biotechnology, the Department of Microbioanalytics, Faculty of Chemistry at Warsaw University of Technology in Warsaw, Poland. And she's actually joining us right now from Warsaw. Welcome.
1: Thank you. I'm glad to be here.
0: We're glad to have you. Thank you. So let's start, since the listeners have not read your article. Just tell us basically about your heart-on-chip research that is detailed in your
1: manuscript. The proposal by uh, the paper presents the microsystem in which a good heart model can be created. Here, in contrast to other studies, we present how the geometry of microsystems and microenvironmental conditions, static. And perfusion influenced proliferation, morphology, and alignment of cardiac cells. We used model RAT cardiomyoblast which were cultured in PDMS glass microfluidic systems. In our study, we fabricated microsystems with three different geometries of microchambers. They were circular chamber. Longitudinal channel and three parallel microchannels separated by two rows of micropillars. The obtained results support our hypothesis that the external stimulation, in our case, continuous medium flow, it means perfusion conditions, enhance both the growth and parallel orientation of the tested cardiac cells. Additionally we observed that the parameters depend on the geometry of the cultural microchamber. We observed the highest number of the cells and their parallel orientation in longitudinal microchannel. Our results showed that the microsystem which we developed can be successfully utilized to understand processes in heart tissue in detail and they can be used to test new developed compounds, which in future can be applied in cardiac disease treatment.
0: Very interesting. Now, for the benefit of the non-experts like myself, are the
1: cardiomyoblasts
0: are beating? they Are they beating during this culture, while they're being cultured?
1: Yes, the cardiac cells, it means cardiomyocytes, can beat. You can obtain culture in microsystems with cardiomyocytes. Beating my, cardiomyocytes. However, in our research, we used cardiac cell models. There were cardiomyoblasts. They did not beat during the culture, but they are used as a common and known model to investigate heart functions.
0: I see. I see. Interesting. Okay. So this is a very technology driven investigation. If the readers look into this, we'll see. So there's fluidic modeling, image
1: analysis. How did your lab build up this
0: significant capability and where are you going with it from here?
1: The research group in which I work is Professor Bruska Group. We working under microsystem almost two decades. At the beginning there were microfluidic systems for electrochemical and optical detection of bioanalysis. My adventure with microsystems started almost ten years ago when I perform my master thesis under Professor Brzuska's supervision. The next step was, was PhD study in the same research area. And in response to the important social problem, which are cancer diseases, we proposed the research on the new microanalytical systems, lab-on-a-chip systems, as a way for rapid and eerie investigation of such diseases. So we have developed a few types of microsystems which were used for culture of different cancer cells as a mono and multilayers, spheroids, and as a hydrogel-based culture. We use such microsystems for cytotoxicity tests, for nanoparticles assays, evaluation of photodynamic therapy procedure, and cell migration analysis. And based on our experience and based on the social requirements, that cardiac diseases are the most common cause all over the world, we decided to elaborate new therapeutic methods for heart disease and to develop microfluidic systems which can be used as a tool for investigation of heart function. So we propose an in vivo like cardiac model in which the investigation of such cardiac processes and elaboration of new therapies of health failure will be possible. So here we proposed health on a chip system, which we described, for example, in a proposed article. In future, the next steps of our research based on health on a chip system will be focused on the investigation of stem cells influence for health cell generation.
0: Okay, cool. So this is quite a long-term buildup of your capability if it's been two decades. Awesome. So that kind of a natural step to talk a little bit more about what's the academic environment in terms of resources and collaboration at the Warsaw University of Technology.
1: As I said before, this research was conducted by a research group supervised by Professor Brzuska at our Warsaw University of Technology. Our research group includes three full professors, two assistant professors, and 10 PhD students. In my opinion, the academic environment in our university and research group is friendly and suitable for research. And we have great equipped laboratories for the fabrication of microstructures, as well as for biological research, for example, for cell culture and cell analysis. We have over a dozen years' experience in the fabrication of microsystem for Cell Engineering. Our research team is young and dynamic. We also collaborate with various scientific centers in our university and uh, other universities. Current. Additionally, we, we also collaborate with universities in Europe. For example, with Professor Renault Group from EPFL Institute of some part of research which we described in our article was performed in collaboration with this research group. Okay,
0: yeah, very nice.
1: Well, I want to thank
0: Elzbieta for joining us to discuss her, her very interesting article about a heart on a chip investigations. And for SLAS Technology Podcast, I'm David Pector.